Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your host, two-time world champion, Andy Groneman and friends, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, where we take your outdoor cooking to the next level with all the tips and tricks from leaders in the barbecue world. I'm your host, Andy G, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, Guinness holder and world champion barbecuer, Todd Johns. And yes, you don't need to message us about what record he holds. We're heading into fall, so he's actually just holding a Guinness. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm holding a Guinness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like the beer that you can drink with a knife and fork. That's right. Yeah. And, and why wouldn't you want it's to like do that? It's bread in a glass. And it's, that's it's right. Little... We're coming to you live at 7 a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> no, no. We, we pre-record. <laughs> so we have got a great returning guest today. He's a good friend, and he is out tearing up the barbecue trail. He's a U.S. Navy veteran, and when he's not out on the barbecue circuit competing, he's teaching classes. He's catering. He's promoting his awesome line of rubs and sauces. Sterling Smith is back with us again today from Loot and Booty Barbecue. And uh, speaking of veterans, he's got a lot of fun coming up over Veterans Day weekend. He will be competing to retain his world champion title in this year's World Food Championships. Feel free to check out his website at lootandbootybbq.com. You'll find his products, classes, and links to his social media. And speaking of, you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook at lootandbootybbq. And then in our fourth segment, we are going to talk to Todd a little bit about fall comfort food. It's squash season. I mean, yeah, well, it's pumpkin, pumpkin spice, baby. It's everywhere. Well. So. I, if, if you do a pumpkin spice brisket, I might have to revoke your barbecue radio network. <laughs> have card. not done that. Have not done that. There are a few people that have done pumpkin spice pork butts, and I can yeah, kind of okay, get that. Okay. But uh, no, um, I'll leave it in my lattes, I guess. <laughs> well, that's pretty impressive if you put it in your latte. I don't do even you? do that. But. <laughs> Well, what do you have for us, uh, T-Bone? It's time for our Ask Andy segment, and it's brought to us by Plowboy's Bovine Bold Rub, which, of course, you can get at All Things Barbecue over at atbbq.com. And don't forget, you can get yourself a Barbecue Radio Network t-shirt if we use your question on the air. So, T-Bone, what do you got for us? Andy, this is from Oscar out of Wichita. You've been, All right. you've been to Wichita, right? A couple times. I know him. You know Oscar? No, I don't. I was going to say. Does he live in a, I I thought that was from, he lives on uh, Sesame Street. I know that Oscar. Yeah, yeah. That guy's always in the can. (laughs) He's he's from the mean streets of Wichita. See, that Guinness is working. He's already trying to get punny over there. It is. He's he's much more effervescent. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Andy. Yes. I have a Traeger gas grill. Are we okay so far? No, I didn't know Traeger made a gas grill. you're, You're on track. Traeger makes a gas grill? Do they? I no. don't know. No. No, they don't. Make, well, they have a gas griddle called a flat rock. Maybe he's got continue, that. Continue with your question. Continue with the question. This might all be a farce. I don't know. It could. Well, maybe he just misspoke. Okay. Um, he sits on the stoop and this feathery guy. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in on him. Maybe once in maybe a while. that Traeger gas grill is like Snuffleupagus. It <laughs> really, like, does it exist? It, no one's no, really seen not it. Really. <laughs> And this is funny. This is, I believe this is the first time I have ever seen this word in print. 
Oh. What accoutrements do I need to knock pizza out of the park? Thanks. You guys are great. Oscar. All right. So, if it is a Traeger flat rock, which is a gas griddle. With a lid, right? With a lid. I would say you can probably pull pizza off on that. You're going to want to peel so that you can get your crust onto and off of the griddle. And you're probably going to want a nice brush to get any uh, of the leftover stuff off to the side of your griddle. But if he's got a Traeger, like a pellet grill, which is probably what he has, uh, there's a couple of other things you're going to want. You're going to either want a cast iron or like a soapstone pizza stone, but they make cast iron ones too, which are great. I mean, Todd, what would you... So, so uh, I've, I have done a lot of pizzas on Traeger's. Yep. Um, that was my first grill, you know, my first pellet grill back in the day. So we did a lot of pizzas. The one thing I'll tell you is if you're going to do any, whether, whether it's a pellet, whether it's a big green egg, ceramic type thing, or, or even a gas grill, do not get the, the pizza stones like from Walmart. You have to get something that's a little bit thicker because that thing will pop. It'll break. And what happens is you cook your first pizza on and everything's cool but then you go to put that next cold piece of dough on that hot stone and that temperature difference, and it pops the stone. I got in trouble a few times for that. Okay, so let's say I'm going to Amazon and searching for a pizza stone, and I'm looking at the dimensions. About how thick am I wanting? Um, I would say probably three-quarter of an inch. Yeah. So, like, Big Green Egg has their own pizza stone, and if you look at it, it's, it's uh, a lot thicker. Um, and it's made to survive that repeated high heat. And there's there's a few out there, like Pampered Chef has a nice one. Uh, yeah, I broke there's that. a grill. <laughs> oh, is that the one you broke? Yeah, I broke the Pampered Chef when I was wow. Yeah, yeah. In a, in, in a fit of rage? No, <laughs> in a fit of pizza making. I've never done that with a pizza stone. I've done that with the salt blocks. Yeah, that'll you get them. Yep. You get them warm too quick, and they expand and they crack. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't. I hadn't done that with a pizza stone. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. The other thing that I would say is, if you wanted to do it on the grill grates, um, you can get that Urban Slicer outdoor grilling pizza dough mix. Mm-hmm. And Urban Slicer, number one, has phenomenal dough mixes. They've got a Neapolitan, a gluten-free. Um, but that outdoor grilling dough mix is really designed to put on the grate. So if you're going to do that, let's say you don't have the pizza stone, you don't have a big enough cast iron, You can. this dough is designed to hold up on the grate itself. So you're going to get your grates to 400 degrees. And you can set the dough with no toppings on it on the grate and you essentially let it par cook a little bit, and then you flip it once, then you load your toppings on and cook the pizza. And it turns out great. I've tried it on a Traeger Ironwood, and uh, the that system works great, and you don't have to have the uh, the stone or the cast to get yeah. a great uh, output. And, and Urban Slicer has, and, and I remember we featured this on the show a little bit, they've got those shakes. They've got yes. the white, the white shake and the red shake. Um, the mojo, yeah, the mojo. mojo. Man, that stuff is awesome. So if you're talking about things you need, if you're making pizzas at home, check out anything, anything that Urban Slicer makes. All really good stuff. Um, but you're going to want to peel. You're going to want either one of those slicer mm-hmm. arm slicers or a wheel slicer so that you can cut through that. Uh, and then I would get one of those uh, melamine 
boards designed to like hold a pizza so you can just slide it right off of the peel onto yeah. that. What I found is before I got one of those, I was always trying to like slide it onto a, a cookie sheet or something and it never quite fit and it made yeah, it a little yeah, bit yeah. dicey. Yeah. Uh, so those are the things that you probably want to have. Uh, shoot us a note back. Let me know if you're trying to do this on a flat iron though, or a, or a, a Traeger grill there, Oscar, because I want to make sure we get you headed the right direction. But I think either one of those things, uh, yeah, if you're doing it for you. And if, and if you're, you know, if, if you're listening and you've got a Blackstone and you're thinking, oh, well, I've got one of those, you know, one of those things I can, but you really need a lid, right? You need the to be able to the close lid. the lids. So if you don't have a way to, you know, trap some heat to melt the cheese and whatnot, it's, it's not like grilling. And, so. and if you're wanting to start to play with pizza and you don't have anything yet, my suggestion for like the, the easy button for pizzas is the Halo pizza oven because it spins for you. So you don't have to have a skill set that you can get in there with the peel and turn it. You don't have to manage a fire. Uh, you don't have to get your grill super clean. And I would do that as well to uh, if you're looking for an easy button on pizza, yeah. check out the Halo pizza ovens. They're pretty sweet. DoorDash works really well, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just DoorDash, a, a local Sarpinos or something yeah. like that. But thank you for your question, Oscar. We will get a t-shirt headed your way. Next segment, we're going to be talking with Pitmaster and owner of Luton Booty Barbecue, Sterling Smith. We will dig into some great flavors and techniques. You can check out all of his classes and products at LootAndBootyBBQ.com. And coming up, Sterling Smith, right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Need some sizzle in your life? Turn us on, fire us up, and don't look back. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. We built a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill. Welcome back to the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Andy G, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our co-host, Plowboy's own Todd Johns. And we are super excited to get a few minutes of our next guest's time this week. Sterling Smith is out tearing up the barbecue circuit on all fronts. He's got hundreds of awards, and I think he's actually edging up to 1,000 in top 10 finishes. He's an accomplished author, instructor, and he's the owner pitmaster of Luton Booty Barbecue. He's got an amazing line of sauces and rubs, which we're going to get to talk about and we'll find out where he's headed next you can check out his products and classes over at his website loot and booty bbq.com welcome to the show smitty hey guys how are you how are you doing today we are doing great um so in the first segment i noted to everybody uh that you are a u.s navy veteran and thank you for your service by the way and yes sir, yes, sir. you're welcome this year on veterans day weekend you're going to be a little busy. I mean, you're the reigning WFC World Barbecue Champion, but what's going on? What do you got coming up? Yeah, absolutely, man. So at, uh, last year, uh, the World Food Championships was uh, Veterans Day weekend as well. So it's uh, cool to go back again as the reigning World Barbecue Champion to defend my title, another uh, Veterans Day weekend there in Dallas. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm really excited about that coming up. Uh, the week before that, I'll be here at a local cook in Mesa, Arizona, which is unique because we don't have a lot of cooks here in Arizona, especially here in Phoenix area. So there's a local comp there, a KCBS comp I'll hit. And then, yeah, head out to Dallas the week after to 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 try to defend the title as the back-to-back world barbecue champion that hasn't been done sterling it's it's awesome that you're here because andy has been like fangirling all week he's got a little tear in his eye right now just you feel like <laughs> when sterling's coming on i i, I want to talk to sterling so i'm glad you're here because andy is you know he keeps a little picture of you on his desk here at the studio I so I yeah. Know, I mean, yeah he's your biggest fan you don't understand don't it's up. Go ahead. Sometimes when he hugs me, he lasts a little too long. Right? It's almost <laughs> uncomfortable, but you know, I get it. Yeah, that's that Ryan Reynolds hug, right? It just lasts a, like yeah, one or two, just like, enough to so, make it uncomfortable. So speaking of things, <laughs> that, speaking of things that take longer than they really should, how's the sauces coming? <laughs> oh man, that was a hell of a leeway into that. Uh, so uh, you're 100 right, but guess what? They they were batched last week. Oh, nice. And uh, yes, I have proof. I have. I have photographic proof and um so they're being transferred over obviously for distribution at all world spices so hopefully the end of this week early next week they will be available for wholesale worldwide to everybody we have been uh, waiting on those for months dude excited, about to, excited to, to see them coming about yeah we had, i Me? think the last time you were on in may we were there were still holdups on some of the prep yes, pieces sir. right yeah. so absolutely there was some uh you know production issues going on but you know going forward it looks like we have everything ready um and the exciting thing is we got a uh, new flavor so my original calm sauce is now an apple cherry sauce the southwest sweet heat is a cherry chipotle and my uh, arizona gold is a honey gold so it's kind of the base of what um i had before just Little changes here and there, obviously switching co-packers, ingredients are going to change, flavors are going to change. Um, I think we have a much better product and um, having it through All World Spices allows it for, you know, easy distribution. Yeah, which is, yeah and you want to you know, make sure you get that, for. you got to get that stuff right. You don't just come out because it's time to come out. You got to make sure all that stuff's right. So I'm glad you took the time to to really put the R&D into it and make sure you've got, you've got the products that represent your brand well. Well, and 100%. Let's, and let's and I, talk I, about the changes a little bit so uh because so you've got sauces that are out but as you tweak flavors and think about what you're doing to bring something to market again and make it better than it was or different than it was what's the thought process there what did you do to kind of update the flavor profiles and make stuff better yeah absolutely um when i think of development and especially on sauces i think of what flavor i want obviously at the end I, I really like my uh, competition sauce. I had that fruity. It's a Kansas City style sauce. So, you know, it's ketchup based and then it's got all the other ingredients. But, you know, when I was going over from my old co-packer to my new co-packer, there were certain things that I wanted in the new sauces that um, certain flavors that I missed in the first uh, batch and round of sauces that my co-packer w- either wasn't able to do or it wasn't cost effective to do. So obviously we know when we're building product, you know, we have to be within a realm. Uh, you know, I, I could have a $20 sauce all day, but nobody's going to buy it. So, you know, you have to work within certain, um, you know, parameters. Yeah. Parameters of what you're looking. So um, within that, I was able to take what I was missing 
in the first batch and, and move that into my uh, new sauces. And that was actually a cherry flavor. And that's something that I have been using and adding in my competition sauces for a long time. I, I use maraschino cherries out of the jar and I'd take some of that, uh, the, the sauce and pour it into my, just to give it a little sweetness, a little cherry, a little nice girl color cook, uh, color and look. But um, so I was able to bring that cherry kind of flavor and glossiness into the new sauces. Um, so that's something that I wanted to bring in to make it different and better, you know. And when you're building out a, a kind of a sauce flavor profile and, and you know, so Todd already said uh, that I was fangirling over here, which is fine. <laughs> but I will tell you that that Sterling is one of the best palates for blending flavors to get that right balance of sweet and heat or savory in there. And so when you're doing that, like think I, I'm sure that maybe it plays into it. But obviously you've got like Jolly Roger rub out and your El Jefe Grande when, mm-hmm. when you're thinking about sauces and rubs together, uh, give us a couple of tips for what you're looking for to get that good balance. Absolutely. And that's a great question. That, that's a great point is balance because a lot of people want something spicy and they'll use a spicy rub and then a spicy sauce. And then by the time you get to it, maybe, you know, blowing your mouth out. Um, so it's really about layering. I'm a big fan of layering uh, when I cook. I like to have a salt layer at first. It's going to interact with the moisture and proteins right away. Then, you know, I'll go for my color or flavoring on top of that. But I'm also thinking about sweetness levels. You know, if you start doing sweet rubs and building sweet rubs and you have a sweet sauce, you can get almost candy. So you got to think about that pairing, what you're doing seasoning wise, and then what you're going to do sauce wise on top of that. And, And that's that balance that you're really looking for. I like to me, at home, I'm pretty basic. I love a good salt, pepper, a little light sauce. But, you know, obviously, we're in competitions. We cook for what the judges, you know, what they expect or what we think they expect at this point. But um, so we go for that balance. You're right. So it's really about pairing the saltiness, spicy level, uh, savoriness of your rubs with that flavor of your sauces that's going to go on top of it. Like I said, you could double up on a lot of things that you don't need to. And do you prefer to put the heat into the rub or into the sauce when you're trying to get that balance? uh, If if I'm doing it for a competition barbecue, I prefer it in the sauce. I'll do a little bit in my sauce. Um, I think sometimes uh, sauce or sorry, uh, heat and rubs can be lingering. Sometimes it can kind of linger a little bit too much if it gets on your palate. So I like to, if I'm going to add any heat for competitions, mostly it's going to be in my sauce. At home, I don't, I, I don't mind that in some, you know, nice little kick and heat from the protein itself. But uh, usually in comp, I'm, that's that heat's going to come from my sauce. And usually I'll do that here in the Southwest. If I if I go more East Coast or you know towards the middle, I kind of kick down the the heat a little bit and go favoring more sweet. Yeah, because the, the, the capsicum in a rub, if you've got any type of chili that can release any of those oils, it'll linger, and, and you don't want to blow your palate with that. So, of course, we are talking with pitmaster Sterling Smith. Check out his website at LootAndBootyBBQ.com. Follow him on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at LootAndBootyBBQ. And when we come back with Smitty, we are going to pick his brain on some of the best techniques for getting your barbecue to the table as a winner, finishing techniques to take your cue to the next level with Sterling Smith next, right here on Barbecue Radio Network. We built a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. 
you have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network with executive producer extraordinaire T-Bone, my co-host Todd Johns, and I'm Andy G. And we are back talking with Sterling Smith, owner and pit master of Loot and Booty Barbecue. And just as a reminder, when you are checking out his products at LootandBootyBBQ.com, you're supporting a veteran-owned business. And I want to jump right back into one of the early topics that we were talking about. And we were hitting on World Food Championships. And just for our listeners to understand, it is a lot different than a KCBS event. And I thought maybe you could take a second and kind of explain what goes into prepping for that type of a barbecue contest and how that thing rolls. Yeah, absolutely. I love this will be my actually fourth time uh, cooking at the World Food Championships, uh, third time uh, in Dallas. And what's really cool about the uh, the I guess the process there, the way that they judge, it's different than the normal KCBS where you don't put your product in a white styrofoam box. They give you these trays to present to your food on. So it's really open. Everybody can see what you're turning in. Um, it allows you to kind of get outside of the normal um barbecue box that a lot of us do for kcbs traditional style barbecue allows us to take whatever thing that we are barbecuing or cooking in that style and and make something different with it or or, or flip it into another recipe another dish something that's you know like i said not your typical standard uh barbecue there are uh three rounds the first round we do chicken we do uh spare uh ribs not spare ribs, sorry just ribs in general and brisket uh the the top from that round go into a signature dish round and then if you get through that round the final round is um this year i think it's tyson bone-in chicken thighs which you have to use that into your final dish so like i said it allows you to be a little chefy get outside of that styrofoam box mentality and and, and bring some different flavors different styles and different ways of cooking while maintaining that integrity of what barbecue is and and the scoring is different too they use uh what's it's it's called the eat yes uh, eat, eat. so eat is uh, uh execution uh, appearance and taste obviously uh taste being weighted the highest you know your food's gonna taste good um execution before you uh, submit your dish you either tell them what they're eating you know a slight a brief description or uh this year and like last year you actually presented to a panel of judges which is really exciting you get to tell them kind of what you did what makes your dish stand out kind of the cool techniques or, or things that make your dish you know not just barbecue um so uh yes they use and and then the last is appearance you know you, you eat with your eyes first you want it to look good and um the appearance that a lot of these people do they spend time energy and love into making these plates look amazing and um it's really cool just like i said to do something different in barbecue yeah so it's it's uh interesting to think about like how out of bounds or how far do you cross the line from traditional southern barbecue to doing something really different and then you know is it still barbecue and and is that going to hurt you or help you is it is it inspired and um innovative or is it this is this isn't barbecue anymore. This is right. like something yeah. else. So that's, like when I you're, that's, when you're dreaming a, of, of a dish, like how do you think about that? 
So that that's a great question, and and there's obviously that line. So to me, at the heart of what barbecue is, is it was this product or was this protein, whatever, cooked over a wood fire, you know, in a barbecue style. After it's been cooked, you know, you know, just like I know, how much barbecue leftovers you have in your fridge all the time. You don't want to just eat another barbecue sandwich. You want to make a fried rice out of it. You want to throw it in some enchiladas. Maybe make some awesome. I'm actually doing some brisket chili right now. To me. Um, while you have that integrity of what that meat is, it's barbecued meat. It was smoked properly. Then if I put it into another dish, it's still barbecued to me. It just maintains another life. It takes on another life form as just not just barbecue. Now it becomes a barbecue fried rice. But at the end of the day, it's still, it's still barbecue to me. Well, and essentially you're using that smoked element to elevate the other dish that you're adding it to. You're using that as another flavoring agent. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be the protein, right? You could be smoking all different kinds of components or even a whole thing. You know, you name it. In my second round, hopefully if I get there, I'm going to do a smoked butternut squash with the protein, but I'm infusing that smoke into a lot of the dishes that I'm doing. And to me, that's barbecue. As long as I'm, I'm cooking it in that style of what barbecue is, then there's so many things that we can do it. We don't have to be stuck in this little box of, okay, it's just put some sauce on it and put it on a plate. You know, we, we can turn it into other things. Well, and I, I know as new teams are doing this, they reach out to you and say, how do you do world foods? But in general, you do a ton of teaching. And one of the easiest ways to access kind of your take on that is through Barbecue Champs Academy. Give me a, give me a little rundown on that. For yeah, the folks that absolutely. haven't heard about that. Yeah, I love doing that. So it's an online courses through bbqchampsacademy.com. Me and several other uh, championship pit masters, we have online courses available. And you get to see exactly what we do in competition barbecue. All four proteins, chicken, uh, ribs, pork, and brisket. The cool thing about these video series is you have them for perpetuity. You can go back and rewatch them. If you miss a step, you can say, okay, let me go back. You could cook along with exactly what we're doing. Um there's also steak classes. There's backyard classes. If you want to learn how to cook an awesome turkey, I do. Uh, me and the, a bunch of other pitmasters did, I think it was about 30 or 50 backyard recipes. Everything from rack of lamb to, like I said, turkey to boink balls to, uh, man, bacon wrap shrimp. You name it. A bunch of really great recipes. But it's really cool having that library available to you to watch at any moment, at any time, and to just you know have that in your arsenal of, of barbecue tips and tricks. Yeah, so so you just mentioned moink balls, and T Bone just looked over at me like, "What did he just say?" <laughs> so, what's a moink ball? Uh, uh, basically, it's a meatball wrapped in bacon and moink moo and oink right. uh, beef and uh, pork. Yeah. So, you know, that's an old it's an old brethren barbecue brethren thing, and it, oh it, god, yeah, yeah. Old so I was I was tell when people look at me like moink, what's moink? I said, well, you know, <laughs> what does the cow say? Moo, what's yes. pig say? Yeah. Oink. All right, put them, put them together. together. There you go. So, put them together. So, oh, yeah, so we're headed into fall. Give us, give us a couple of your favorite fall recipes so yeah. that we can get that nailed down for the listeners. Yeah, Andy and I are going to be talking oh. fall recipes here in a little bit. Yeah, man, I love fall recipes. And um, so, actually, I'm going to let uh, I'm going to tell you what my second round if. if and hopefully when I get to the second round of all Foods, it's your signature dish. Nice. So, you know, traditionally I'm known for lamb. I've won lamb twice in Australia. I teach a lot of it in classes. And uh, so I'm going to do a uh, blackened um, double cut rack of lamb, uh, a, a two-time, a two-cooked. So I'm going to do a chop and a 
uh, double cut reverse smoked with a smoked butternut squash kind of puree, some kind of deep fried uh, shallots, maybe like a, a aioli mint oil on top of that. So what's really cool about lamb is you cook it like beef, you know, a rack of lamb. If you like your, your steak medium rare, if you like a medium, that's how you're going to cook your rack of lamb. I like to take a, most of the fat off because to me, if I'm going to have that product sitting for a while, especially for judging, sometimes lamb fat can get a critic and it doesn't taste right. I don't mind a nice, good, crispy piece of lamb fat right off the grill, but sometimes if it sits around, it doesn't have a great flavor. So kind of trim a lot of that off and really give you the, the protein. And reverse sear, I'm going to smoke it off a little bit and get a little crust on it and um, uh, just serve it beautifully, cut it in half so you can see the, the blackened outside. I'll use some of my Jolly Roger. And then when yes. you have that perfectly medium rare, that black and that pink on the inside, it's visually just, it looks beautiful. It looks like it's been smoked for hours. And then um, butternut squash puree. I love doing that. Get your butternut squash, smoke it, you know, just get a lot of smoke on it, maybe a couple hours. And then um, I like to wrap it in foil, get it really, really tender and soft. And then once you get it out, scoop it out. I'll throw it in a, a blender. I like to add a little bit of heavy cream, some butter, sometimes a little bit of curry powder, um, depending on what kind of flavor yes. I'm in. Oh, yes, yes. yes. I'll get it going a little bit. And then I'm a big taster. Taste, taste, taste. What am I missing? What do I want? Once it's smooth and nice and we'll plate it, put it on the bottom, fry off some shallots and leeks and kind of build them in the middle. And then I want to build the plate high. You know, so I'm going to have those racks of lamb leaning on top of that shallots uh, all over it with the butternut squash puree on the bottom. And man, that's my fall dish right there, man. That's oh, what I'm going man. With. Well, thank you so much, Smitty. Head on over to lootandbootybbq.com and check out all the cool swag, the cookbooks. He's got a killer lamb t-shirt there too, by the way. So check that one out. As well as all the great rubs and sauces. Follow Sterling on social media at Loot and Booty BBQ. Sign up for a class when he is in your area or go sign up for the Barbecue Champs Academy. Coming up next, Todd and I will be talking about fall comfort foods right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Todd and Andy here on Barbecue Radio Network. This segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They have NSF certified cookers and grills. And of course, my favorite corn roasters. And don't forget their mobile event and catering rigs. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. Man, Todd, I always love having Smitty on. I, I was fangirling fan, fan yeah. a little bit. You were like... You know, watching you, it was like watching Taylor Swift at her first KC Chiefs <laughs> football game. Oh, like you know, oh, there's wow. Swifties, but then there might be Schmitties. You now, might be the first. Schmitty. I will say she already had a dance with Britney going. Right? Did right. you notice that yeah. on the game? So they didn't show her like immediately after Kelsey scored. They waited a little bit till the till the Britney uh, Taylor dance was going because you know Britney's working her way into that wedding right that's she's right. gonna it's she's like, gonna be a bridesmaid that's right <laughs> for, for those of you outside of the area Britney would be uh, Mrs. Mahomes 
There is absolutely no one in America at this point, I think, that doesn't know who the Mahomes or Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey phenomenons going on. It's crazy. Well, and and I will tell you, if you look at just game stats, pre-Taylor and post-Taylor, he is doubling his yardage <laughs> yeah. in the post-Taylor era. He's a so, monster now. Yeah, so we're fine with it. You know, We don't mind that at all. But even Andy Reid has come out and said, hey, I knew Taylor and her dad was a fan back in the day, and she used to come when she was little to games, and I joked about setting her up with uh, you know, Travis. So it's pretty funny to see some of those stories that are popping out now. It's yeah. Well, <laughs> and again, you know, it's very reminiscent of how you were looking at your picture there on your desk of, of, of Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, he's, he is so fun to cook with too, <laughs> by the way. So oh, he's a blast. So like, you know, and I've gotten to cook with him on other continents. We've been in Australia together. I think on the last show, we even talked about seafood that we did over there, yep. but, uh, He's such a genuine person in general and really does take all of those elements super seriously in his cooking yeah. and his teaching. And Hard not to like him, and he's so, so talented. Yeah, yeah. It's just great. So let's let's carry on with uh, some fall topics. I liked his, uh, like, you know, the, oh, the squash and all that. So let's talk more about curry, that. Curry and the squash curry is going to be squash. amazing. <clears throat> well, we're going to talk about that here in a second. So let's first talk about... All Things Barbecue. Yeah, and it's Product Spotlight time. Product Spotlight. So, obviously, All Things Barbecue, you can go to their website at atbbq.com, and they have all the tools and accessories you need to take your barbecue to the next level. So, get fired up and get the supplies to do it all at All Things Barbecue, atbbq. atbbq.com. So, um, first of all, the uh, holiday giveaway is going on. They've got $10,000 worth of barbecue grills, fuels, accessories, and you put your name in once to the holiday giveaway at All Things Barbecue, and you get a chance to win in October, November, December, three different drawings, $10,000 worth of You know how hard it is to keep track of the 1,700 new email addresses I have, by the way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm I just saying. Yeah. You got the bot working, right? Andy G002. Right. Zero 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 three at nope. gmail.com. But what you don't do is tell everyone on uh, national radio that you're doing that, Andy. Oh, I mean, just, I was I not supposed to do all right, that? So for all of you that don't have like a bot going, uh, entering this thing a thousand times, um, it's a holiday giveaway at All Things Barbecue. Go to their web page, and it's right there on the homepage right now. Enter once. You get three chances to win October, November, December for up to $10,000 worth of barbecue uh, supplies, grills, etc. But uh, one of our friends and favorite brands is House of Q. Yes. Out of Canada. And they have, so sticking with the fall trend here, the fall topic, uh, they have a apple butter barbecue sauce that's really good. Now, their mustard sauce, the the gold. Yeah, the it's liquid gold, li- right? Yep. Their gold uh, is fantastic, but the apple butter is very unique, very cool. So that could be something that you bring into some of your fall grilling and fall barbecue is the House of Q apple butter barbecue sauce, $9.99. And if you're not going for that kind of curry, cumin, savory uh, type of squash, apple butter with the squash gives you that more towards a... uh, side dish that you could put like a nice crumble on top or even a dessert. Um, So it it gives you kind of some options there to have a healthy side or a 
quote unquote healthy dessert yep. that you could go crazy with as well. Yep. So House of Q apple butter barbecue sauce. Awesome. Well, check that out. You can get that at atbbq.com and we should jump right from that into some of your favorite fall recipes. Yeah. Well, and yours too. So one of my favorites to do is to take an acorn squash, cut the very bottom of it off so it sits flat, take the top off of the acorn squash, take all the seeds and all the all the guts out, and then stuff it maybe like you would a bell pepper. You could put, like I just like sausage and cheese, um, brown the sausage a little bit, um, and then add some cheese, add uh, like some stuffing mix, and then put that inside the 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 acorn squash put the lid back on and put it on your smoker and let that thing get nice and cooked and soft and then it's awesome you've got like this perfect personal dish or it could be a side dish as well so i like doing like a grilled acorn squash yeah that's you know this this season typically the first thing that i'll do is take a butternut and make a soup so instead of just a puree that I'm going to set my beautiful bed of lamb on, I'll go full tilt into soup mode and usually do a sage with that and get a really nice savory soup going. And I like to put a little curry in that also because then you can bring in like a curried chicken with it and use it uh, with naan and have kind of this awesome kind of warming I wouldn't call it a, an Indian dish, but it has those flavor profiles mm-hmm. in it and really gives you a fun thing to do there. But then, you know, a lot of people make sweet potato uh, pies and, and and start doing sweet potato dishes. I like to go with a little bit lighter sweet potato dish and I go with a souffle. So I'll make a sweet potato souffle that is actually it's uh, Kim's uncle's recipe is who I got that from years and years ago. One of the first Thanksgivings that I went to with them like 20, 30 years ago at this point. Oh, my gosh, I'm old, dude. Um, And just this phenomenal, light, fluffy, sweet potato flavor. And then you get some of that sweet and spice from the cinnamon Mm -hmm. and nutmeg and everything. But it's light. It's not heavy like a sweet potato pie. Mm -hmm. And so like the soup that you do, will you grill off? your your uh butternut do you yes a hundred percent so i'll get start, a little char with it yeah i'll start those up and and let them take some smoke on and then as all the butter and everything that i had sitting in them melts in the seasonings i'll flip them over so that the inside steams on yep. a tray yep and just leave them on the grill so they get a little bit of of uh browning too mm-hmm. and just let them get nice and soft uh, before I scoop them out. But it, that smoke really is an important element in a lot of the fall dishes that we do because it just evokes that campfire And the caramelization feeling. off of the hot grates and stuff will add yeah. just a, a little bit of that. So we're talking fall dishes here with Andy and Todd on Barbecue Radio Network. Um, I've done the stuffed acorn squash, but with like a, a pie pumpkin, one of the little pumpkins that you would use for a, to make a pie with. And that's that's a good one. Um, you mentioned the, the curry. Uh, Waldo Thai, which is Kansas City's best Thai restaurant here in town. Um, oh, yeah. And great. Beard Finalist, all that good stuff, Yeah, right? James Beard Finalist. Um, they do a brisket pumpkin curry that like, I could bathe in. It is so good. So there's something about a little curry in with some of those uh, you know, pumpkin or squash that really works well. As, you know, it's not necessarily a fall dish until you make it one but i still love to take spaghetti squash as a vehicle for pretty much any set of flavors mm-hmm. and i will cut it into rings and grill it mm-hmm. and once you grill it 
uh, those that that inner material gets stringy, and you mm-hmm. can just peel it out with a fork, and it looks like spaghetti. So now you have a healthy vegetables uh, a squash that you can essentially you can go mm-hmm. sage butter and pecans and stuff with it. You can go pepper and parm with it. You can take- I like doing like a a, a takeoff on Cincinnati chili with Ooh. acorn or with uh, uh, the. The spaghetti squash. All right, you got thirty seconds. Give us your Cincinnati chili recipe. Oh, it's it's uh it's like ground beef, or I'll typically use like my ground brisket and just you know make a little a little tomato puree with it, um, salt and pepper, uh, lots of garlic. Um, I kind of make it into more of an Italian kind of of sure of chili. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we want to thank Sterling Smith for being on the show today. Check out all the classes and everything that he's got going and his great products over at LootAndBootyBBQ.com. And don't forget to head on over to All Things Barbecue and pick up some Plowboys Bovine Bowl. Thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, For T-Bone Todd and myself, thanks for tuning in and we'll keep the pits lit till next time right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday.